Gift Biz Unwrapped, Episode 69. You can have it all. You can do anything you put your mind to. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, and now it's time to light it up. Welcome to Gift Biz Unwrapped, your source for industry-specific insights and advice to develop and grow your business. And now, here's your host, Sue Monheit. Hi there, I'm Sue, and welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Whether you own a brick-and-mortar shop, sell online, or are just getting started, you'll discover new insight to gain traction and to grow your business. And today, I have joining us Jennifer Zanotti. Jen is the owner of Gen Z's Beauty Services. She opened her salon nine years ago and has been a makeup artist and esthetician for 15 years. So she's already a successful business owner. But there's another side of Jen we're also going to be talking about today. Jen has a passion for helping others learn how to live a happier, healthier lifestyle. She strives to empower, inspire, and motivate in her own unique way and that is through her love of the sport Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Over the last three years, training and competing have become a major part of her life, and she's seen huge success. Jen is currently a blue belt and has competed at several local competitions and medaled at the Pan American Championships and the Masters Worlds. To hear Jen speak, she would say, this has truly been a way of life for me, affecting all aspects and making me the person I am today. And so everybody, I would like to introduce you to Jen. And Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am thrilled to have you. We've been working at this for a little while, and now here you are. Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So our listeners know, we like to start our conversation off by having you describe your motivational candle. It's a little bit of an indirect way for us to get to know you. So if you were to describe your ideal motivational candle, what color would it be and what would be the quote on your candle? Well, I would have to have two colors, which I would say purple and gold, and there'd have to be some glitter to it as well. And the quote that I would have on there would be just do it. And why do you pick that quote? That has been a quote that I think I've always, it's just always stuck with me. A lot of things in my life I've had to do on my own and go for it. And I feel like everyone can have the power to do things and accomplish things that they want, but they have to just do it. It's through action. Sometimes we overthink things and can be indecisive on stuff and have all these great ideas. But the only way to make something happen is by just believing in yourself and just doing it. You have to go for it. If it works or doesn't, I feel like it's just a lesson in life and it gets you onto the path where you need to go. So you have to take action in order to achieve something that you want. Yeah. So one way or another, if you have an idea or you have something you want to do, don't overthink it like you're saying, just get going, make some action, move, move forward. Exactly. That's the only way things are going to happen and move in life. Let's talk a little bit about Gen Z's beauty services. Mm -hmm. How did that all come about? Give us a little backstory behind that. Yeah, so I was actually a manager for Matt Cosmetics about seven years before I decided to open up Gen Z's. When I graduated school for aesthetics, I always had kind of a dream and vision that I wanted to have my own place, but I started working for Mac and then got into management with them and was with them for seven years. And it was a great learning experience, especially with the business end and running multi-million dollar counters. But It was very stressful and I wanted 
something of my own. So my friends and family supported me and I had an opportunity. There was a space down the street from where I lived and I just went for it. And it was literally open probably within about three months of the idea of even thinking to go ahead and do it. So that was about nine years ago. Okay, stop here for a second. What actions, if we have someone out there who's listening, who is in a similar situation of you nine years ago, let's say, what were the first actions then that you took? You saw the opportunity, you saw the location, you're going to go for it. What are those just do it actions that you take at that point? Honestly, I've never had my own business, so I had no idea what I was doing. So (laughs) I contacted the city right away. I did a lot of research online. I contacted the Chamber of Commerce. Like A lot of those organizations were great tools for me to at least get like logistics in line of what do I legally need to do to have my own business and what do I need to do to get started. So I found a lot of resources online. Like I said, I used a lot of the city and the chamber um, resources to get me going just to establish that end because this was all very new and I had no idea what I was doing and how to even start and set it up and create this place of my own. I love the fact that you reached out to your local community because that's accessible to everybody. Yes. You didn't try to do it all yourself and know everything, right? But between people who are in your community and then online, you found other people who have done things or have information for you and use that to guide you moving forward, which is really smart versus trying to create something in the vacuum. Yes, it was great because I had no clue and you know you needed that help. And honestly, everything was there. All the information was there. It just had to seek it out. And then I was able to get started pretty quickly. Carry on with the story then. So I started on my own and it was just myself doing all my services. So I offered pretty much all makeup and waxing, facials at that point. And it was great. I had a lot of following from Mac. I had a lot of my family and friends and community since it was in the area I grew up. So I had a lot of great clients to start with and a lot of support. And then I ended up adding nail services. So I've had my nail technician with me for about eight years now, Tina. And now we have a part-time hair person and the business has even expanded with myself getting into more health and wellness about four to five years ago and offering Reiki services now and spray tan. And we pretty much are a full service salon. So you've built along the way. You found areas in terms of what maybe your customers were looking for in terms of services and then also things that you wanted to include. It definitely has evolved very much so over the past nine years. (laughs) It was (laughs) not the same as how it was when I first started, but it was great. I mean, you want that to naturally happen. And it did. It was a natural progression. So we were able to offer more to clients and basically getting a lot of their input too to see what my clients needed. I wanted to be able to service them the best that I could. Right. And so what advice would you have given yourself what you know now versus what you knew then? What guidance would you have? Well, it's not easy. You're going to have your stressful days, but you have to just really look at your goals and know what you want. And you have to hang in there. You need to reach out to others for help. There's always people that can help you. You don't have to do it all by yourself. You're not alone. And I think that's huge to just get guidance and and also have other people who are business owners is that 
peer group to really be able to reach out to them for that support because they know what you're going through. So I think that's something that I wish I would have done a lot more of in the beginning. And I I think I did, but I even do it more so now, even after being open for nine years, I feel like I really seek out the help of others, friends who are business owners to give me that support and ideas and look at things a little bit differently that in a way I may not to really help me grow. So I think that's really important. You don't have to do everything on your own and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to learn things along the way and it's okay. That's going to happen, but it's just going to make you better. It's going to make your business better and you just have to move on and you know use it as a great lesson in life. Great advice. Reaching out in We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Others have probably done what we're trying to do. So use that knowledge and learning that others have had for you to be able to create and move forward with whatever you're attempting. Absolutely. Let's continue on now and enter in Brazilian (laughs) jiu-jitsu. Yes. (laughs) Where did that come from? So I have been training for about the past three years now. About four years ago, a friend of mine took me to a local gym and I was just lifting and doing boxing and stuff. More for just health purposes? More for health. Yeah, I had started really changing my lifestyle, I would say about almost nine years ago. Actually, when I opened Gen Z's, that's when I really started going to the gym and being more conscious of my health because I was in my mid-20s and had lived probably not the best, like healthiest lifestyle. And I just wanted to change that. So one of my best friends got me into working out and really got me into a regimen. And when it was four years ago that I had switched gyms and went with my other friend, I started going to the warehouse boxing club in Highland Park. And my now coach is a personal trainer there still. And we were doing lifting and boxing sessions. And he was talking about this thing, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that he did. And I was like, what is this? I've never heard of it. And he was like, I think you should try it. I think you'd like it. So we did a few private sessions and then tried a class with his coach and his team. And he was like, if you really want to get good at this and do this, you know, you need to join like a school, join a cl- uh, team. So the rest is history. I really fell in love with it right away. And I've been training ever since. Did you fall in love with it? And did you join the club with the idea that you were going to start competing and meddling and all of that? Not really. I just, I really liked it, which took me by surprise because I would have never envisioned myself doing something like this, this type of sport. And I was training a lot. Like it became a very important part of my life quickly, I would say. But it was probably about a year after that I did my first competition. And I just went in there. My coach still says like, he's like, you just went in there, not nervous at all, just stepped on the path, went and fought like it was like no big deal. And I took gold. (laughs) It was great. In all seriousness, in front of the whole world, whoever's listening, you weren't nervous? You know, I don't think I had anything to prove at that point. And I didn't really know what to expect. And I didn't have all the pressure on myself. This was something I had just been doing for a year. I never had any martial arts experience or I was never in any sports really, except for in junior high. So I I didn't have any of this experience. So I couldn't really be that hard on myself. Uh I didn't know what to expect. So I was going out there just to have fun. And it was just all the newness of it was a little nerve wracking. But I just went out there. And next thing I know, I 
I think I had three matches and I won them all. <laughs> wow. So I took gold and it was like the greatest day ever. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. All right, so now you're doing more matches and I know you get really excited and there's certainly higher level matches now. Yeah. How are you feeling going into those at this point? Because now you do have expectations for yourself, I'm sure. Yes, I am very hard on myself <laughs> and I get very frustrated. There's definitely more pressure. My team, my coaches, they're awesome. They're great. My family, everyone, even my clients, my friends, my fans now, you know, that love seeing me do this. Doesn't matter if I win or lose. They know me. They know how much it means to me and the passion and love I have for it. But I put a lot of that pressure on myself. And I think I've actually, in the past two years, Sue, I was counting this the other day. I think I've done like 16 competitions, 17, something like that. But the last competition I did, the spring open, I took double gold. And I had five matches. They were probably some of the best matches that I felt like I fought the best that, uh, you know, I ever did. I felt like spot on. It was great. It was awesome. So now I'm coming into less than a month away. I have the Chicago summer open August 13th. And I'm feeling that pressure now because as great of a moment as that was, I'm like, oh, great. Now I have to, (laughs) now I have to make sure I can do it again. Well, you know, it's not a fluke because look, all those matches and you have meddled a lot because I've been seeing it on Facebook. (laughs) So talk to us a little bit about how you stay motivated because clearly you're in big time training mode. So I train jujitsu about six times a week and then I do some lifting, I would say like twice a week, really though, just to, I do things intentionally to help my jujitsu get better. Not, I don't lift to just lift, but it makes me stronger for certain positions and training jujitsu. And then I really make sure I have a lot of time for recovery and like stretching out and rolling out because I have to take care of my body because it's very, I mean, you're using your entire body and it's very physically demanding. So I am very grateful that I get to, you know, with having my own business, I can schedule my training around my clients and vice versa. So it's become very important to me and I've, you know, become a jujitsu athlete and to be able to live out both of my passions is really pretty cool. I just stay focused and determined because it's something that I love so much and I'm so passionate about that some days, yeah, I, you know, I may not want to train or I might not want to lift or go to the gym. And I really have that focus and drive and determination that I think I'm just very self-motivated, which I know a lot of people may not be, but I just feel like I'm, that's a characteristic I've always had, even just starting my business and with jujitsu, I just always want to achieve and I keep setting goals for myself. So I think that keeps me determined and focused to be on to the next. So those days when you're like, the last thing I want to do, it's snowing outside. The last thing I want to do is get up and go to the gym. Is your eye on the goal, uh, like the next event, the next competition? Is that what gets you, you know, I'm getting out, I'm going no matter what? You know, you really need to focus on that training. And that's what I'm always like going for. And it's like, I know these competitions come up and I register for these competitions knowing and it's like, I need to be in that mindset four to six weeks out of competition you're really working towards that. So that just keeps you really driven. If you may not feel like it and then you get there, it's like once you get on the mats, that's just my happy place. 
you feel so good after training. And it's probably the best mind, body, soul therapy (laughs) ever and has gotten me through some pretty hard times in life. Well, this has been fabulous so far, Jen, because you've laid the groundwork in terms of Gen Z's and getting established with that. And now we also know the Brazilian jiu-jitsu side in terms of how everything's formed and your success to date. And it's really cool, like you were talking about, how it all can balance each other so that you can do both, because I know you clearly love both. And now, and one of the really interesting things that we haven't done on a podcast yet is talk about how you're pivoting, how both of these two things are now leading you into yet an additional direction, which I think is so interesting and right up your alley. Absolutely, positively. I'm so excited to see what's happening here. But can you describe that a little bit now for everybody? Yes. So I have found over the past few years, and I think just from hearing clients and family and people, just my goal in life has always been to help others. And I think I've done that a lot as an esthetician and makeup artist, you act as, I want to say, a therapist to some and, you know, a healer too, you know, because you want to make people feel beautiful inside and out and you're always there for your clients. And especially now through this, it's kind of shifted things a little bit. And a lot of people are now coming to me for more health tips, nutrition, fitness. And that's what I've been you know, my life has become and I've been posting about more. So now I really want to be able to help others learn how to live their happy, healthy lifestyle and give them tools and resources to get where they want to be, whatever it may be, not necessarily just like me and you have to be a Brazilian jiu-jitsu athlete, but just in any way or form that they can be living a happier, healthier life. I want to be there to be able to be their cheerleader, be their coach, help them through whatever it may be at that time that they'll need help with. There's two interesting things that you just talked about. The first thing is that you had people you already knew were coming to you, even though you don't offer that really, you know, as a service at all at this point, I know you're working towards, you know, what that's going to look like, but they already recognized and saw that in you and were coming to you for advice, right? So Gift Biz listeners, think about that. What do you and your friends talk about on the sides? What do they come to you wanting your help with that could open up something just like it did with Jen, something that you possibly hadn't considered before? The second thing, Jen, that I thought was really interesting is that people knew more and more about you having this knowledge and having the passion for the whole healthier lifestyle, all that, from posting on social media. Absolutely. and. I had to make myself a little bit more vulnerable and I put things out there and had to just come to the conclusion that it doesn't really matter what other people think. You have to be comfortable with yourself. And I put things out there because I have so many people that tell me how much seeing my posts inspires them and motivates them. And if I can help somebody feel better about themselves or make that change or you know, going into a positive direction that's completely worth it to me. People have seen from nine years ago, I was at my heaviest. I want to say I was probably at like 230 pounds. And I was never like that all my life. It was just that was like my mid 20s heaviest point. And I now sit at around 165 to 168. So and you're tall. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm tall. I I have a lot of muscle, you know, I, I have to make weight for certain competitions and stuff. But I have maintained and lost all of that weight over so many years. And it's been 
such a positive thing for me, but I still live my life and can enjoy and love all the benefits that I get from it. And this was pre-Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that I started losing all this weight and I started on this healthy track. But now, of course, in the past three years, I've really taken it a step further. But I think from my experience with that and now living life as more of an athlete, it's a lot easier for me to be able to give people advice. And I know a lot of things that work just through my own experience. So I love being able to help others achieve their goals, whatever they may be. Wonderful. So what kind of advice are they ta- are they talking weight loss? Are they talking athletic training? Or what types of topics are you seeing people asking about? A lot of weight loss and nutrition. I've had a lot of clients tell me they want my recipes. They see me posting food <laughs> all the time on my Instagram and Facebook. So they really gave me ideas. They're like, you know, I want to see recipes. That's really helpful for me when you post that. So I'm like, okay, so now you and I need to talk about this. This is another avenue that I didn't even think about with the site as putting recipes out there. Something as simple as that, that I always do, but just making it, you know, in a a easier format, more accessible for them to see. And, you know, a lot of fitness tips. I have clients who are wanting me to help train them or giving them ideas of what they can, how they can incorporate fitness into their lifestyle. A lot of people, I think I try and I don't want to say I'm perfect. I'm not in being positive all of the time, but I like to shed a lot of positivity and I'm very for believing in yourself and being able to accomplish all your goals and dreams and dreaming big. And I think people look to me for a lot of that motivation and inspiration because they know that I like to put a lot of that out there. So they look for that guidance as well. And I think a lot of stress relief too. All of that is part of living, you know, a healthy, balanced lifestyle and live the happiest life you can be and be the happiest version of yourself. So Gift Biz listeners, you've just listened to Jen go through all the different types of things that people are coming to her for. And so because she and I have talked not just during this interview, but, you know, now she can start looking at all of this and deciding what areas she has passion with, what areas she may be less interested in, so back away from and start forming something that then she can provide services, because that's what she's saying she's loving doing, to people who are needing those types of things. It's very exciting. I know you're midstream in terms of planning, considering, and thinking, (laughs) but it's nice for everybody to catch you right at this time as you're considering and it's evolving. You know, you've already got established businesses. You've already are super successful with your sport and now molding what that's going to look like in the future. It's very cool just to listen to you talking about it. As you're on your journey, you're in the middle of this portion of the journey, right? Yes, yes, I am. But I'm excited. It's all good. And it's it's just, you know, I've life is just crazy. It's so fun. Like you just never know where you're going to end up. And all of this, like I still, it's so surreal. I can't believe I'm actually doing it. And it's become such a huge part of my life, but it really has. And I love it. And just being able to inspire others, especially when I want to help others, I want to help everyone, but especially being a good role model for women. And, you know, there's not as many women in the sport. So I feel like we all really have to stick together to be able to empower others to show that you can have it all. You can do anything you put your mind to. And it's great too, because now I'm helping my coach teach kids classes and getting to work with younger girls, just really being and serving as that role model for them to know that, you know, they can have anything they want and accomplish it all. All right, real quick, we're talking about everything that's so great. And I want people to understand that there's always roadblocks and challenges along the way. 
Can you bring up some situation you had? I don't know if it's Gen Z's. I don't know if it's jujitsu or now where you are in this uncertainty as you mold what it's going to be for the future. Could be anything. But can you bring us to a place where you were challenged and you know, you're trying to figure out what to do and how you overcame that situation? Can it be in a personal level or was it? It can be anything you want. I think one of the biggest challenges that affected me in all my different roles was personally going through my divorce, which was a very hard time in life. But I really think it evolved me and made me stronger. And it took a lot to get to the point where we are now, which is we get along great and are better friends than ever, which is exactly how I wanted it to be. But you learn a lot about yourself and there's a lot of growth. And I mean, my business and jujitsu really got me through that time wholeheartedly. But it was a lot of different emotions and just trying to stay strong and positive and following my gut and knowing that I was making the right decision. You really have to just trust yourself, even though things can be really hard. And even with Gen Z's and owning your own business, it's not always easy. There's times where it's slower and you get nervous and worried and Am I going to make rent this month? And, you know, there's always so many issues that can come up, but you just have to stay positive and trust yourself and your gut and believe in yourself and know that you're doing the right thing and that everything truly happens for a reason. If something is meant to be, it will be. If it's not, you have to learn to kind of let go and make peace with it and realize that there's a much better path waiting for you. So, I think definitely over the past several years, I've grown and evolved into a better person. And it's brought me to where I am today, all these experiences in life. Yeah. Really what you're saying is believe in yourself, believe that you're strong enough, you can do what you are trying to accomplish, trust your gut that you're going in the right direction for yourself, and then taking action, which could mean changing something. Look at how you're doing with Gen Z's, adding in additional services to continue to grow the business, all of that. I've changed. So therefore, my business is going to change and evolve, which is okay. You have to make changes that are going to make you happier. It doesn't always have to be a certain way. And I think we always think that it needs to be cookie cutter and it needs to stay a certain way to be successful. Or if it is successful, you're scared to make any changes because then maybe it won't be. But You just have to trust yourself and you have to live the happiest life that you can and you need to do things that make you happy because if you're doing things that aren't, that's not good for anyone and that's just going to show in your work and your day-to-day. So I think it's really important and I'm grateful for that, that I'm able to do that. But now it is evolving and I have concerns and you know I'm nervous about things sometimes, but I know that this is the direction I'm meant to go in and that it's all going to work out and it's going to be okay. Absolutely. And I would also say, you know, you'd mentioned cookie cutter approach. I would endorse everybody not to take a cookie cutter approach because then what are you? You're another baking shop. You're another jewelry maker. You're another esthetician. I can learn how to say that properly. (laughs) Jen and I practiced before, (laughs) before we got on. But To be yourself and to look in yourself and find the qualities that make you unique and then present those to the world are what a portion of the world will fall in love with you about. If you're just the same as the next person down the street, why would they come to you? 
You just have to take what's unique about yourself. That's why people love you and are going to come to you. Don't be afraid to be yourself. I mean, it's so funny that now my clients are so accustomed to the fact that I train and I compete and it's so important to me and it's my life. And they know that they can get in when I have availability and they have no problem with it. But they're just like, you do what? Like in the beginning, (laughs) it was so funny. And they're like, I think you're the nicest badass that I know. Like, I don't even, I don't even get it. They want to know more about it. They want pictures. And I have pictures at Gen Z's with a lot of my competitions and trainings and all of that. And they just love seeing it. And they think it's so cool and interesting, but it's so different than what anyone else does. So they really appreciate and like to be part of that world and know what's going on and support me fully. So I'm super grateful for that. Just by way of example, really quickly, tell everybody your Instagram account name. Jay-Z Beauty and the Beast. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So true. It's perfect. <laughs> All right, Jen, we're going to move now into the reflection section. This is an additional look at you because you've given us a lot of peeks inside Gen Z, but a look at you and what has helped you to be successful along the way. If there's one trait that you would say you rely on over and over and over again, what would that be? I'd say determination. I'm very determined to accomplish all my goals and achieve everything that I want to in life. Well, life is there for the taking and you're going to grab yours, right? Yes. Yes. Perfect. And what tool do you use regularly throughout your day to either help you keep productive on the work side, create balance in your life on the athletic side or anywhere in between? Well, I'd say really to keep everything organized, I definitely think my calendars and my planners and my work calendar that I always use keeps everything, my life just in check because I do have to make sure that my schedule is consistent and open at the right appropriate times for clients to be able to schedule in and when I'm not going to be available because I'm training. So you keep everything on one big master calendar? Yes, pretty much. And is it a calendar that's on your phone or is it written or how do you do that? It's on my phone. I use it on my phone. It's actually like a a scheduling calendar that I use, you know, that people can go online and book. But I also, it's great because I'm able to book out everything I need to. And then of course I use my Apple calendar as well. Gotcha. And have you read a book lately that you think our listeners could find value in? I actually read two books that I really, really like. There's Big Magic and The Go-Giver that are both pretty amazing. The Go-Giver is by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And Big Magic is by Elizabeth Gilbert. Super. And I will have these, you guys, in the show notes. So if you're interested in understanding why Jen is recommending these books, you can go check those out. They're great and not very long. And especially The Go-Giver, super short, great read, but it's awesome. It gives a lasting impression for sure. And just as you're listening to the podcast today, you can also listen to audiobooks with ease. I've teamed up the Audible for you to be able to get audiobooks just like the ones Jen is recommending for free. All you have to do is go to giftbizbook.com and make a selection. That's giftbizbook.com. All right, Jen, now I would like to invite you to Dare to Dream. I'd like to present you with a virtual gift. It's a magical box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. So this is your dream or your goal of almost unreachable heights, and I want them really unreachable to you, Jen, (laughs) that you would wish to obtain. Please accept this gift and open it in our presence. What is inside your box? 
a gold medal world champion. (laughs) I mean, that's one of my biggest goals is that I would love to, obviously at the level that I'm at, blue belt, I have upcoming master's worlds that would be great to receive a gold medal in, but I want to be meddling at these competitions when I'm black belt and receiving gold medals. And I know I'm going to be continuing this journey for my whole life. So I think that's something that I'll be able to achieve one day at that level. Wonderful. I love that. Yeah. And I'm sure that's going to happen. You set high goals for yourself and you just keep pushing forward to them. Yes. Yes. And how best could our listeners get in touch with you if they were interested in just seeing more of what you're all about or possibly coming and seeing you at Gen Z's? People can go to my Instagram account, which is Jay-Z Beauty and the Beast, Mm -hmm. or I do a lot through Facebook, which is on my personal page, Jennifer Zanotti. Okay. So social media is the best place at this point. Social media. Yeah. All right. Super. And I'll also have a show notes page attached to this episode. Of course, there you'll see a picture of Jen. And I think you did send me one with some medals hanging around your neck. So probably (laughs) (laughs) you may just see one there. I'm not sure which ones we'll put up yet. But if you're curious, for sure, go and check out the show notes page. And Jen, thank you so much. I really appreciate your being able to take some time with us sharing some insight in terms of what Gen Z's has been all about and the whole Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's so interesting how you're making that combination to build what the future is going to be. So I, for one, and I'm sure other people who are listening are going to be keeping our eye on you and may your candle always burn bright. Oh, thank you so much, Sue, for everything. This has been great. Learn how to work smarter while developing and growing your business. Download our guide called 25 Free Tools to Enhance Your Business and Life. It's our gift to you and available at giftbizunwrap.com slash tools. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us for the next episode. Today's show is sponsored by The Ribbon Print Company. Looking for a new income source for your gift business? Customization is more popular now than ever. Brand your products with your logo or print a happy birthday Jessica ribbon to add to a gift right at checkout. It's all done right in your shop or craft studio in seconds. Check out theribbonprintcompany.com for more information. After you listen to the show, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to jump over and subscribe to the show on iTunes. That way you'll automatically get the newest episodes when they go live. And thank you to those who have already left a rating and review. By subscribing, rating, and reviewing, you help to increase the visibility of Gift Biz Unwrapped. It's a great way to pay it forward to help others with their entrepreneurial journey as well.